When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TrueCar.com. It's amazing. Why? Why, Kristen? Oh, why? Oh, because someone like me, if I go to a dealership, these guys are going to walk all over me. They're going to see me coming from a mile away. TrueCar.com changes that because you can actually check the price of the car before you get a quote from a sales guy. So you can go in with power. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so you don't get ripped off. I I get afraid of that too. Whenever I go to any like mechanic or a car dealership, it's like I have to bring my husband with me. But I don't. I want to be able to go by myself as a strong, independent woman. So you're saying TrueCar.com could help me do that? Yes, that's awesome. First, you just go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car that you want. Then you register to see upfront pricing information, and then you lock in your savings. And then third is simple: you just print out your savings certificate and you take it to a True (gasps) Car certified dealer. For a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Almost oh, like when you cool. walk in with that certificate, it's like you walk in with like a shield of protection. Right, you're saying this is what it's worth and I know it. Yeah. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. And we're not lying. Podcast1.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh-huh. A place to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen <laughs> Carney, a comedian here with, of course, Marty Kinris, a best-selling author. And we have... Kristen's getting tongued I am right getting now. Tongued. This is the most turned on I've ever Seriously, been on this show. I've never seen you so excited. Yeah, uh, and we of course have a voice of man in well, the studio. Explain the tongue first. <laughs> oh, that's, that's actually a good point. <laughs> I have my dog with us again, so I've officially become the, the dog hole lady. of yeah. you know like Los Angeles people typically. Um, but yeah, that's why <laughs> our voice of man is not tonguing me yet. Quite yet. <laughs> yeah. But we have uh, Maddie Goldberg. He's a comedian um, and a super funny guy who's with us today. Thanks for coming, Maddie. Um, thank you for having me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no problem. And who else do we have on the show? We have um, a single girl named Tiffany who came to our live show. Yeah. And so this is what we're going to do. We're going to bring everybody everyone. to the live show. <laughs> so this is the last show of people from <laughs> yes, the live show. Exactly. Two. Yeah two people um, she's with very cute friend yeah she's here with her cute friend and they're going to talk to us about being in their 20s and, and dating single. in their 20s and being single so yeah, you guys we know up. nothing about that absolutely anymore nothing. right we're miserable old exactly saps. exactly um but marnie was playing for me shortly ago a video of a guy yeah who is a pickup artist who yeah. will r- remain nameless because yeah, we don't want to promote him because he kind of sucks no but this was a huge thing on gawker recently um this guy works for a large company in the pickup artist world one of the first companies actually to exist uh in that space and they still are really into objectifying um manipulating and um just which i know dehumanizing maddie, women maddie is super into right yeah exactly but, oh, yeah. so I, i'm not even gonna say what their company 
name is called. I'm sure you can look it up online if you want to. But um, now with this video that he posted that we're going to play for you that has gone viral, um, he's now having trouble getting into Australia to do seminars. He's been banned from Canada, apparently. Wait, um, he's actually been banned from countries? Yes, because it's he, he he's talking about... It's, it's basically like He's like, but abuse. I'm a white man. Exactly. How can I, How can I be stopped from coming in any... <laughs> right. But people are getting really upset about this video and the tactics that uh, the company teaches and that he's perpetuating um it's i don't just, know if it's i agree with idiotic. it it is idiotic but i want you to listen to what he's talking about and i'm not really sure if you can fully understand with just the audio but i'll explain so let's let's play the piece now try to involve a friend because she'll most likely have one friend in the group who speaks a little bit better and she'll be able to kind of translate a bit for you guys uh, it'll create a little bit more okay so they, they were doing a seminar uh, in japan okay so i would say that and then if you go to at least tokyo the whole game over there is <laughs> game. That's a, that's it. It's like I've never been more like people are like if you go to Japanese girls, you got to be very very nice, very very empathetic. Why? Stab you with usually, if you go up, at least here, if you're like, hey, what do they do? It's like run out. But at least in Tokyo, if you're a white male, you can do what you want, and that's what I realized. I was like, got there the first time. He's like, dude, just just grab her. I'm like, just just grab her, but she's she's Japanese. Like, hey, grab her. So I'm just like. And I pull her in, and she kind of like laughs and giggles. And all you have to say to kind of like take the pressure off is just yell Pikachu or Pokemon or Tamagoshi or something. So that was Matt, my loving it. Like I'm trying this tonight. Like so romping through the streets, Anime? just like grabbing girls. And my opens like head, like head on dick, head on dick, yelling Pikachu with a Pikachu shirt. Uh, and it was ridiculous. Like, I have the infield of this. It's awesome. And then, like, even this going up to groups, like, like at one by house. one, two at yeah. a time, and it's the like, happiest I've ever been. Okay, and, so, uh, so that's, that's what's the clip. Too, is that okay, so you weren't really seeing, but he was talking about, like, pulling in a woman, a woman's head to his penis. Though. Right, right. I, yeah, you understand. Yeah. But so, so what, do you, what do you think? It's just, it's basically putting douchebaggery into a platform of, like, education. It's like, here, <laughs> this is how you be a douchebag, whereas... You shouldn't be taught that. I mean, it's like they're making money on a business. Right. They're but turning idi- idiocy into a business. But it works. So how do you stop people from it, doing it this? I'll tell you how you stop. You don't do stories about it or give it any publicity. Right. Then, well, that's so what then, Marnie we were talking about before. Marnie was like, I don't even want to say his name because I don't want to perpetuate you know, right. the continuation of this kind exactly. of teaching. But, but I want to talk about, like, you know, it's it's the bad boy versus nice guy topic. I right? think this and is like, beyond. And, like, you're this, obviously a bad boy. So well, this, this, is, is, this, is, <laughs> this is, like, beyond. Like a bad boy, good. It just no, this, this is, is like a, this is an when I started stand up. This was called ninety uh, percent uh, of the open mics was humor based on like if you're talking about a certain race, then it's like catch words, you know, like oh you're Asian, you like karate, you right? Know? It's like that. So it's cliche. Just, it's just very very poor, bad humor involved with you know like i i don't really get into like sexism or whatnot but it's so it's so dumb it's not even worth there's, there's better time. ways to do this though that's that's the whole thing like, I, I was saying to Kristen before the <laughs> more show, subtle ways to be there, a creep. Are, there no the thing is is that the reason why this works is because it's fun and it's bold and what i was talking to Kristen about before is it's the same as those guys who have the videos where that's what you could say, say about rape though. give me your but it's but, fun and bold 
Right. Yes, maybe. And I don't, and I'm not saying that at all, but I was trying to put myself into these women's shoes. And I was like, okay, if I was out for the night having a few drinks and some guy came up to me and said like, oh, Canada or something. <laughs> like, maple. Right. Maple syrup. Ah, Mounties. And like took my head and pulled it into his penis. Or, or like, I don't even know. Like so Hanukkah. Dumb. I don't know. Like, I, would I, I respond to it? And the thing is, is if, if it was pulled off the right way, I was in the right frame of mind and it wasn't a guy who was totally creepy and owning what he was doing, I may laugh at it and it could catch my attention. That is why it works. But why but it again, doesn't work I and why it's horrible. Just, you're just thinking way too much. No, I'm, I'm not thinking too much. I'm thinking for my audience. So th- okay. th- the thing is, is that these things do work, but there are better ways to do to get the same result from women by being bold in other ways where it's not shoving her head into your penis, especially anybody who's over the age of 25 is not going to be entertained by that. And you could have a lawsuit on your hands. So I want to talk to the girls. Well, that are coming actually, on to the I'm second curious. How does this guy not get sued? Because apparently the women laugh and like it. But are there women in his seminars or are just men? No, it's just men. So he's speaking to so other men. So why are That's women, kind of- why do women like it? It's like well, a that's what I was Klan talking about. Meeting there's no, there's no guarantee of of his success rate or any, or his. There's no testimonial from a woman that like, oh, well, in this, this video, he shows me. himself going out to clubs and doing this, and the reaction from women. So you see, I'm sure he edits out the negative responses. Yeah, that's there's no way to really right. But same with that. that. Vi- but the, the thing is, is that the guys that we're speaking to, or even guys in general that want to know this information, they're like, okay, if it works seven out of ten times, I want to do that. And who did you say before we got on the air, or after, or Maddie said, I think he's like, I'm the one who's going to be getting a BJ tonight. But it's like, yeah, you're the one who's going to be getting a BJ and herpes. You're not right. finding the right people when you do this kind of stuff. And I know the guys aren't looking for like, a, like you know, great, right great a wifey type. They're looking right. for a girl to give them a BJ, but. Again, or to have fun with. Uh, right. But just uh, my, my whole point is there's a, there are better long-term. ways to do this. No, but they're not looking for long term. So it's not, it's not no, about having, finding like a long term girl. No, I mean long term. It's not a good long term technique because when these guys get older and they're still looking for BJs, but they're like the old creepy guy, right. they can't apply this. So it's like, it's a short, short term. Yeah, we, thing. We, we have a friend in our, he's not even. What does the say. guy look like? That's very important. Well, uh, they have to be, they have to be good He has looking. to be a very. No, he's not very cute. General, they Where have, does well, he they live? can't be a creep. Oh, where does he live? What's his job? No, but that's a big thing. Does because he have a 401k? No, but if you live in Waterbury, Connecticut, you can pull some of these shenanigans <laughs> off as opposed to a, a bigger city. You know, there's that's true. There's a lot to do with like where he lives, his job, you know, mm-hmm. how much money he makes. I and there's, but I you mean, don't know that when like in the way that he's carrying himself, yeah. maybe, but not when your penis is being. You know, or your head, your forehead is being smashed up against against his penis. See, the weird thing about this, the whole thing, is like I never really even pay attention to any of this, and I I don't. So, what's your game? Like, what do you do when you're hitting on chicks? <laughs> I don't know. I'm basically stupidly honest, and uh, either it works or it doesn't. But I always I always try to just be myself. And what does that mean? Be ugh, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> Be very. Uh, for some reason, I'm very self-deprecating. As, as a young child, not to go deep into my uh, psychology, but I did have parents that weren't very kind to me, so I always was hard on myself. So it's always surprising when uh, a, a girl is into me, like from up front, and I have a lot of defense mechanisms. I don't. Know, I don't think I'm helping the situation. No, no, no. no, no this, but I want to hear not... about this. So you have barriers up, and you don't hmm. believe that people, that women, would be into you. 
you know, sometimes it's always surprising. So then there's like weird things that are going in my head. But I, as as far like as like, like what, like why does she like me or like what's going on? Like what's wrong with her for liking me? Yeah, I think that goes more to love. Like when a girl loves me, that's more about like what the hell is she thinking, as opposed to like you the know, Woody Allen thing at a situation of like, oh, we just met, let's hang out. You know, then there's different things. But I mean. So it sounds like you don't really pursue women. They seem to pursue you. Oh, I do. You. No, I do. I do, but I'm just very honest, and I tell them like what I think, and I think if I think they're attractive and sexy, I th- I tell it pretty much right up front. Well, you do when you're like when you're on stage. Yeah, you that, always like hit on women from the stage. But that also gives me it's a it's a poetic license to right. be that guy when you're on stage, yeah, as of opposed to in real life. But I'm very I'm also non-threatening, so I think. But so uh, does it work for you? I guess. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I never really – I never go home and look at percentages or anything. If I like somebody, if they like me back, it's But typically awesome. the girls that you like that you are approaching and yeah. you know putting sure. your smooth, honest moves on of just being yeah. yourself, yeah. do you seem to get them? Some about fifty percent of the time. That's pretty, numbers. that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. But that's also, pretty- I don't really care about rejection. I I never rejection is is fine. It's, How do you? It doesn't uh, has that been something you worked up to? Not caring about rejection, or has that always been your thing? It's no, I was really very caring. in high school, and I was always cared about. Like I was so heartbroken if a girl, if I asked a girl out, she said no. Like I didn't go to my prom. I was terrified to ask a girl because. Just that she said no, it would destroy me. So I never asked anybody. But now in life, it's like if I see a nice girl, hey, you want to go out for coffee or whatever, you know, or you want to hang out? She says no, that's fine. If she says yes, that's that's awesome. And then we kind of take it from there. And then. So what made it easier? Or what made you not care? I think comedy because when I do stand up, when I start out, you bomb. People tell you, well, you got to bomb like 50, 60% of the time to get good. And I'm not trying to get good at girls or anything i was trying to get good at comedy but it's the idea it's not that bad like it's not that bad to feel rejection or or you know well because you realize anything. you come out the other side the same you know you're still alive you're, you're not yeah bleeding. it's right. not as bad as that you make it out to be it's like people make reject guys my age i tell like they like a girl i'm like dude you gotta ask her and he's like no i'm like who gives a shit you're i can curse right yeah. yeah, you're 30 years old. Like, what are you? What are you worried about? Asking this girl out? Like, are you kidding me? And they're like, No, oh, I can't do it. I'm scared. Blah blah blah. I don't know what. Well, she when thinks. you do put rejection in the scheme of all the things you could be afraid of in the world, it's yeah. pretty low on the totem pole. For sure. You know, I mean, I AIDS. Uh, like, you know, <laughs> that would be pretty much number right. yeah. two. Maybe right. number one would be. I don't really know because there's different like scales. There's asking a girl first, like coffee or dinner or whatever. Then there's at that moment, how do you take it from there? Because they're sometimes very undecided at that moment. You know, they might just go as friends or. Well, we so, have so some- what, do you, what do you do to make sure that it's it's not. I find out. I look, I have, I feel like I'm an amazing Read, I can read people really well, so I look at how they look at me, how they uh, when they're talking to me, if they kind of touch my, like if they touch your, to your, me, p- touch your touch penis. You. No, no, <laughs> no, just like a little touch like that, or yeah. the way the eyes. But do you make it clear that you're not there to be friends? Yeah, I mean, I pretty much tell them I, I, I usually will say something stupid, like I see the, you know, I feel like you know, 
I'll say even like I feel like you're looking at me like you're attracted to me or something. Really? And then they'll either say like yes or no. It's kind of bold. That is very bold. Yeah, I think but that's it, better than that's a much better than the forehead. Yeah. Well, I'm not an expert or anything, but I'm just Wait, saying. You could be now. That's no, a good line. No. But well, I'm just yeah. honest. I'm just blatantly honest to the situation, and it's well, either them to like. I I respect whatever they like because it's like, okay, we're friends. That's cool. And then there's times of like there's two girls in in my life who pretty much said, listen, I don't like you that way. I can offer you friendship. Like you want to be my friend? That's it. And I made a decision like, okay, I'm going to be their friend. And I'm not the best guy in the world. There's girls I just like, ah, you know, I want to deal with them. But there's a lot. There's sometimes that happens and you make really good friends. So. Yeah, who can well, then introduce you to other girls. Well, right? I don't really think that way. But I just like they're yeah. good people that like d- enjoy – I enjoy hanging out with them or, you know, you know, talking and stuff about life and whatnot. Well, we have listeners that have um, certain situations where maybe the cards stacked against them a little bit. But So will you tell us about um, your book and your brain tumor and oh, yeah. how that has affected your dating life? Okay. Well, I wrote a book called Brain Humor. Uh, it's called that because I'm a comedian and I had a brain tumor when I was 20. So I had two 10-hour brain surgeries and I I went through a lot. It was in the motor system or, of my body. So I had to like re- relearn how to walk and stuff. And basically I talk about just finding stand-up to kind of get over a lot of my physical problems and whatnot. There is a, a chapter about a girl I fell in love with about five or six years ago. So there's a little romance in the book. She girls like, <laughs> yeah. and guys like romance, but, um, basically I was uh, a very shy guy and I, I will, I, you know, I didn't have much experience with girls until I got into my twenties and, uh, but you had to experience that with having these issues going on because you said that you had it when you were 20 and then you lost like motor skills and things like that. Yeah. But then you gained experience with women. How yeah, did that, after that. It, it seems out of order. It seems like. Well, no, no, I to... never I never had a girlfriend until after I had the brain surgery and everything like that. Or even like I, I was cool when I was like 11. So that I got a little <laughs> busy when I was 11. And then that ended, as you'll see in the book, till like I was like 22 or 23. And then. I started like, you know, you just kind of learn by process of, of failing. You, it's kind of like the movie Groundhog Day, yeah. Where uh, Bill Murray he's uh, courting, uh, I forget her name. Annie McDowell. Yeah, and every day he does a, he gets a little farther, a little farther. <laughs> so that's how I was. I get a little farther, a little farther, a little farther until I get it right. So the big message that you have been sharing is that you got to go out and practice. And you got to fail. You have to fail. And it's okay to fail. And don't, uh, you know, don't put a girl's, uh, you know, don't physically harm a woman. (laughs) Yes, that's (laughs) big. Yeah. I forgot there were two messages from the first half Well, that one, that one's, you know. We were iffy about that one. I'm just shocked. I love this movie Magnolia. Have you ever seen Magnolia? Yes. And Tom Cruise plays that character. And it's so funny. I know the he's, person that he's based <laughs> that character on, who is a complete lunatic. Is that Justin Sterling? And no. North? Oh, oh, his, I'm not even going to say oh. his name either. I'm not going to give anybody promotion oh. that is a shitty person. Okay. Well, anyway, like when you, me and my friend, we love doing the lines and that guy because he's funny and he's so ridiculous and absurd. But we don't nobody we don't sit there and like, oh man, he knows what he's doing. Right. Exactly. We so just like, find he's them, God. We find them to be like this a lunatic, like an entertaining lunatic that's like so. Out of line, and also we find the people like the scene is so great because everybody every time he's 
like, you know, you suck my dick to that girl there for the crowd's like, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, but it's, but of course, like, it's like picture know. most men's dreams. Right. I don't think so. <laughs> no, just like in their deep subconscious where men are cheering them on when they're like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, maybe I don't know. Maybe everybody's different and, and stuff, but I don't know. I'm not a strip club guy either. And I feel like that's <laughs> another whole other thing of like detachment of, feelings and love because this feels like the guy in the video is really it's like trying to find people without feelings yeah. like we're detaching feelings completely and that's well, like we a, have um we've had andy ruther on the show oh yeah who maddie knows very well sure. and uh we were having a conversation a few podcasts ago about how he does just bang chicks and there's no feelings involved and eventually it just starts to feel really sad well i think with him is he's a character one he so is he like plays, he's a walking character. So he plays up. He, he wants to be on The Simpsons or something. Like yeah, that. he wants to be an asshole really bad. Right. Like he's trying so hard to just be this asshole guy, and and to, it's like you don't have to try so hard. You kind of are just that. Yeah, guy. yeah, and 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 uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I, I think I hate to say it. If he ever hears this, he'll he'll be mad. No, no, he'll he, love he it. won't listen. He knows. But what he has serious him. like mother family issues. This stems from like being mm. a child. Oh, interesting. So he, well, let's talk to some other people who have mother issues and father issues. So he's like he's fucked up from like a young age of whatever his mother father relationship is. Or there's a lot of men who are very misogynistic have yeah. very well, bad. Well, I, I was reading this article today that was talking about a study done um, where they were researching like the correlation between you got licking <laughs> over here and sucking. Sorry, there's like lots of yeah. Sexual, mother issues. Yeah, yeah, mother issues and sexual sounds going on in the the studio today. But it was talking about the correlation between testosterone and decision making and it was saying that people who have higher levels of testosterone actually um, are better at making decisions but they're more egocentric decisions so they uh, can perform shadier things like they're more inclined to be shady the the more testosterone that you do have the more you think about yourself and the more power you have coupled with the higher testosterone the shadier that you become and you're you you think that it's okay to do negative things towards other people where you actually win versus somebody else so there may be like a high testosterone Testosterone makes you shady because it does that to your personality but also because you have more hair so you're actually more shady (laughs) you actually are more shady it's also a lack of conscience as well like how deep somebody has a conscience yeah, but that's it they were saying be, it's correlated it to measured. testosterone. Yeah, I don't know. They they should have a measurement of conscience. I don't know if they can, but I don't know if they can. Someone like I don't even count Andy Ruther because I think he's just like a I don't know what is true and what's not, so I find him to be a character, but somebody like that and there are guys like that, you have to look at like, well, how much do they look at when they wake up the next morning that like they brag about kicking this girl out or like she just came and I fucked her and then, you know, I came all over her and then she got the fuck out and I high five my buddies. <laughs> like how much like does that bother you at all? Does like, you know, so you kind of like measure it and like if somebody has like no conscience, then they're more apt to to do things like that yeah, or maybe, and be OK with it. Yeah, maybe to be in this thing. I mean. A guy that I know that was very misogynistic, who was a very good-looking guy who could get a lot of girls, who used to brag. He would tell me stories like, this girl, she drove two hours to see me, and then she bought me lunch, and then she sucked my dick, and you know, and then I got her the fuck out of there, and you know, and then she gave me a hundred bucks or something, you know. Like <laughs> Sounds could, like the best woman in the world. He could get away with it, but he had, I would have dinner at his house, and his 
mother was very abusive to his father. And that was like a major weird yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Dynamic. So I think I guys love it. Can, it's like Maddie, the psychiatrist. Yeah, over here. He's, but guys he's breaking take, down everyone. Yeah, 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 they should take a step back and look at their relationship with their mom, whether or not it's good or bad. Yeah, and see what how that's affected the way you yeah. treat women. Well, if, if, I, I would say for the angle of this show, and for Kristen and I, I'll speak for you. Um, yeah. Those tactics are never. Uh, appreciated here or endorsed here <laughs> or condoned here. I don't know what other words sort of leave those the same at the thing. doorstep. Yeah, leave them at the door. They're a waste of time. It shows that you're not much of a man. You're actually an asshole. There's no need to belittle or dehumanize women in order to self- make yourself feel like a man. That's that's my final message on that. But we have two amazing girls coming on to the show for Speaking the second Speaking of half. people, we can dehumanize. Yes, exactly. 20-year-olds. <laughs> I love it. And wh- I forget what her friend's name was. I don't think we got her name, but we have no, Tiffany, we'll find out. again, who was at our live show, who's back um, to talk to us about dating uh, in the 20s. Yeah, so stay tuned. Hello? Hi, it's me, Ross Matthews. America's gay. Listen, I get it. Life is hard. Okay, we all struggle. Boyfriend problems, girlfriend problems, job problems, life problems. Which TV show to watch? Honey, I get it. You need help. That's why I'm here. I'm the gay best friend you wish you had, and honey, you know you need. It's Straight Talk with me, Ross Matthews. This is tough love, honey, but it's worth it. Like plucking or waxing. Get your weekly gay pep talk right here on PodcastOne.com. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Just in case you didn't know that. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. Always educating. Yes, always. We have Tiffany and Courtney. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I wanted to say Brittany. Were you joking? I know. I, okay. <laughs> she was saying before, sometimes Thanks a people lot. hear her saying Brittany when she says her name. She's like, oh, how does that happen? And oh, I yeah. think, but did obviously- you not listen to the first half? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. So we have this little game. Um, this is about dating older men. So this is just whatever you pick. Um, this is something that could be considered uh, m- bad, you know, for dating an old man and tell me not an old man well, I shouldn't say <laughs> an older guy just older. an introduction these, these ladies are uh, very cute yes. they are in their 20s and you're both single? Yes. Yes, perfect. Okay, so, so they're, they're ready to go. So now we can get to the game. Okay. I, want, I want people to have a visual. So pick the pick one of these and then basically say how you would deal with it if the man you were dating had this issue. Like is it a turn off? Got it. Yeah. Okay. So go for it. Gray pubes. Ooh. <laughs> we're really deep here, just so you know. I'd say go see my wax specialist. She can take those off for you. There really? You yeah. So you'd be okay with like a bald penis? Instead of, instead of... Okay. No one has a hairy penis, like the actual penis. Like actual penis. Yeah, oh, actual on the shaft. actual penis? Oh my God, I feel so... Like, he would no. be in so much pain. That's horrible. <laughs> Wait, are we talking the balls or the balls. penis? There's never hair on a penis. That's what I'm saying. No, like, on yeah, the balls? Yeah, Maddie, the balls. Maddie, can you speak fine. on the balls? Go get a wax thing. But you'd be fine my, with my a ball. years of life. Oh yeah, I mean, we're going to put it in your mouth. It would be above the penis. Right. There's every once in a while little hairs on the scrotum, but that's yes. a whole other story. But, <laughs> yeah. it, but that's a problem. Yeah, those are okay to be. But gray. above, above is where it would be, not on the penis, but above, like. Would penis. you say the gray though would gray. be like a weird thing for you? Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of gray. I mean, that's normal, right? But if it was all gray, it's like grandpa gray. You would want him to take care of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'd have to say some guys at young ages have gray hair. And yeah. But I'm, I'm not, not talking on the head. Okay, <laughs> My boyfriend okay. is all gray on, on his hair pretty much. So you're but just talking not pubes. Yeah. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I haven't pubes. seen it in years. Um, okay. <laughs> so right. you pick one now. Can't get it up. 
Ooh, I must say, um, have you been drinking whiskey? (laughs) Because I would want to know if it's something I should be taking personally or if you have your own thing going on. Um, I mean, if you're killing it in a personality and we just don't hit it off in bed right away, that's not completely going to turn me away. But um, if it's something like maybe you're just not that into me and we're just not intimately connecting that could definitely lead or he was ed or he's old right or he's old but would that be like a a killer for you like would that kill the relationship if you got into a relationship i think the rough thing for me is it would turn me off of myself like i would be constantly consumed and thinking that something about me he didn't like i wouldn't turn it around on him so it could turn me away it could oh, good answer all right i'd be like you're perfect for me let's go to the movie <laughs> yeah, exactly let's be prime. companions forever yeah. okay <laughs> okay previous divorces hmm yeah um i've i've kind of experienced that uh right so you were saying saying you dated a guy who was 47 and you're in your 20s yeah. oh okay so why are we not saying that out loud or? <laughs> yeah. he was in his 40s i went on a couple dates uh i used to work at a store and he wait and how 20s are you 23 20. oh so, oh, so you're 20 i went on a date with your 20s him. yeah he was older he was very persistent he was a customer of mine um so I used to work at Bloomingdale's. So I was working. In For a someone new- who didn't want to give details. Well, I'm just say it. So, <laughs> I used to work on Wednesdays at 4 o'clock. You know, on yeah. the weekends. Yeah. Um, no, so I was working and he approached me and he approached me several times. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll go on a, I'll, I'll go on a date with you. And um, what did he say in his approach? He, yeah. <laughs> he said, well, what happened was. Pokemon? I already know that was from earlier. (laughs) He said, uh, listen, you're absolutely gorgeous. You are um, someone I really want to get to know. You're mysterious. I I wanted to get to know you. And and that's kind of what got me. He was very forward. I've never had anybody say that to me. Did you find it creepy that he was... No, because it wasn't the way... The way he approached it, it wasn't creepy. It was very forward. It was very confident. And it was something that I've never experienced with a guy my age or around that same age. So I was like, okay, I'll go with you. But you said no first, you said. At first I said no because I was working and I I found it was a little unprofessional. I was um, assistant manager at at a fine jewelry store, so I thought it was really unprofessional. So, yeah, I gave it a chance, and we went on a couple dates, and in the first day, he said that he actually was divorced. He said, I have a baby mama. Well, I wasn't married to her. I have a baby mama and, and all this stuff, and he was very... If anyone uses the phrase baby mama, I don't oh. care how old you are, I'm yeah, out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm yeah, out. that was a little weird. <laughs> it was a little weird, but I understood the context of it. Like, him and his ex-baby mama were friends. Was he a white dude? He was trying yes. to be young. Yeah, maybe trying to appeal to you or something. Maybe, but I don't know. When I got to, like, when I when we were talking in conversation, it made sense. Like, she wanted to have a kid. He wanted to have a kid. But then it just, they just never got married. And now they're just really good friends. But she was actually kind of neurotic and crazy. And um, how, can I ask a question? Yeah. How in just a few days did you meet her? I mean, that's. Oh, I never met her. No, she's hearing the story second. Oh, this is this is all him telling, recapping the story. She would be crazy if you met her. Yeah, he's like, like, "Here's my baby mama." Nice to meet you. Brought her on the date with us. Yeah, (laughs) chaperoning for me. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so it was a little. It was weird because I've never. Obviously, I was twenty. What twenty? One when I met him. So it was a little weird. Um, Did it turn you off? 
Or because you continue dating him, I guess, right? Well, I mean, we went on a few dates. It was just constant communication. But, uh, yeah, I never turned into anything. But um, it was – I found it really nice that he communicated that to me because I've never been in that situation before. It was all so new to me. So the fact that he communicated that to me, it was like, okay, like, I'll, I'll get to know you. So I was open to the idea of it. But um, I guess it just – I wasn't looking for anything serious at the time. So when he communicated that to me, it was just a little, like – Okay, maybe I'm not. You're getting in over your head. Right? Yeah. And there's a child. You're like, I'm yeah. 21. I'm 21. You have yeah. a child. You're divorced. This is way too much baggage. So I don't know. Maybe no, don't mention it on the first date. That could be something. Yeah, but you don't want to surprise them like six dates in where you're like, like, I have five, five children. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, as long as you have communication with her and you're, you're on good terms, it's good. But if you're, he made it sound like they were, they were good. They were on good terms, but she ended up actually being crazy. So um, is that what? eventually turn me off yeah I'm like, yeah okay you're crazy she's crazy she has a ton of baggage you have a lot to deal with no, okay thank you yeah, yeah so you so it seems like you were okay with him having kids and having a divorce like that that wasn't a turn off ma- factor for, you. for a 21 year old yeah i guess then that's 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 my part on it that i feel like we kind of grew up a little um faster than usual and so we i took that route of working and and so yeah, it was it was. Um, I think I was a little bit more mature and saw the the uh, other part of it because my friends were also like, "Ew, like why?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, who knows if they were put into the same situation, interacting with the same person? Because I always I have this one um, article actually when I was on Doctor Drew's HLN show, I talked about bringing up sticky topics uh-huh. with um, with women that you're dating with and sticky like, notes. Yeah, exactly. No, but there, there's like different ways, and it's talked about it on this show as well about like how you phrase things is so important to women because it tells them a whole story if you're like oh okay i have a baby mama she's sitting right behind you (laughs) listening like if you phrase it in a negative tone with negative energy that's going to gauge a negative reaction but it sounds like he was just like this is who i am everything's good we're all fine i have a child and you were okay with that it was the craziness of the woman that turned you up yes i don't know how that came up so fast with him i mean if he played it like, yeah, I have a child and whatnot, and just never said anything about crazy, I don't know how her being crazy, how he brought that up so fast. Uh, she it. was called. So oh, yeah. So a, we were out at a restaurant. Story. What happened yeah. was we were out at a restaurant, and she actually was there. Well, right. she's and still in love with him, and there's I, weirdness going on. I think she was jealous that yeah. he was out with a 21-year-old. Yeah, and it was awesome. Okay, let's get to the last piece of paper. All right, now it's my turn. So, daughter younger than you. Ooh, like I said when I came in, that'd be hard because I have an older father that's single. And um, a daughter younger than me. Well, we wait, could eventually... Wait, does that make sense? A, a daughter... Well, I'm 23, so yeah. if a daughter is 21 and say... Yeah, it should have said around your age. year old yeah. A daughter around my age, I would definitely just feel like I was coming in hard on that daughter. Because I know if my dad was dating um, somebody my age, I would have to establish a good friendship with this girl, get into it like she's not in it for I mean, the she's going to be your daughter. It should have said so. daughter older than Whoa. you, sorry. <laughs> Dyslexia. No, but it could be, it could be, it could be either. You know, either is a good question. Yeah. Like, you, he has a daughter younger than you, or a daughter older than you. Like, it's still, it's still weird. As it long as still this be daughter weird. is open to um, having a good connection with me, I'm open to Same. it. There you go. I so, think- so the main point that I want to get across because I have guys writing into me all the time saying like, eh, I just feel like it's creepy to date women in their 20s. I'm 40 years old. So, what you're saying is it's actually not creepy. I don't think it's creepy. I mean. You're open to it. I'm open to it. I'm open to any meeting anybody I have a connection with. And if they are 
it just depends on how they approach things. If they're creepy, if they approach in a creepy way, that's creepy. But if they're open and they're confident and they know exactly what they want and they don't approach in a creepy manner, then that's okay. Why not? Like I'll go on a couple of dates with you. And if you don't have baggage, if everything works out, okay, we'll keep going on dates. We'll keep dating. And then then see. who knows what happens. Can you tell me what approaching you in a creepy way means? Um, well, one time I went to this bar, I was meeting a girlfriend of mine. She was a little late and it was over in Corona del Mar. So fancy, schmancy area. And, um, I went there by myself and I was waiting for my girlfriend. And, um, immediately when I sat down, I asked for a glass of wine and a horde of guys came in. Like they were all around the age of like 30 to like maybe 50. They were just like, hi, how are you? What are you doing here? And then some guy even asked me, are you a escort? And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? But um, just- I'd be more insulted if someone asked me if I drove an escort. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the fact that these guys like did not know how to approach me in a way at all, like, like they, creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. It was just like, hey, like, what are you doing? And just like their their eyes, the the, the way they, they were seeing past it. you. What you what I? Yeah, they, I'm they, I feel like they saw me as a piece of meat and something that they wanted to. Well, like, they were just- at dinner. We were talking about the first half of the show. I'm not sure if you've heard about this, but um, there's this video that's going around from this one guy who teaches for a pickup artist company. Okay. Um, and he was talking about a tactic he was using in Japan um, with the Japanese women where he would literally just go up to them, grab their head, and pull them into his penis, like as a joke, and say, like, Pokemon. Uh, there is no way I could let that fly. No. Really? No, well, no, you no. guys are better than Marnie because Marnie's like, well, I could see if someone said well, maple I'm- leaf. I'm from Canada, and they just pulled. Me <laughs> but she the was like, is- I could see it working. I. They showed all these examples of how the girls were like, ah, so much, and then they started talking afterwards because, like, he. Up- um, listen, I'm not saying to do this. I think it's absolutely horrible. There's other ways to show your boldness than doing this. But if some, if you're out, you're having fun, and this guy comes up, you've been making eyes at each other the entire night, and he comes up and he's like playing around with you, and he like goofs <laughs> with something, and then he makes some joke, and he it takes you and pulls you in in some way, and like, looks you straight in the eyes. Would that offend well, you? Well, just imagine. You, you just gave a totally different scenario. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I I'm saying about other ways. Story. But let's say I don't know. Fine. Are we just off tequila shots? Like, is this the case? Because all right, let me say, yeah, there's but you're out at a bar doing. There's it. a standard you want to keep, whether whether you want like a BJ or to well, get he was married. About pulling into not just the penis. It should be. Is this a story that I like want to tell my friends and family? How we met, <laughs> and yeah. that's the line. Like, if it's he grabbed my head and said Pokemon. No, then that's not a good way to go. A good way to go is like, I'd be okay with maybe fudging some details, but still telling the story. That's the, that's a parameter, mm-hmm. parameter, right? But that's, that's your parameter. Okay. So I'm asking barometer? you girls, would, would that be insulting to you? Would that be, it would be offensive? It okay. would be insulting, but you also brought up just pulling you in and being more bold on different things after eyes happened. I think eyes are a huge thing. And if I constantly feel a guy looking at me and I'm not interested, I'm either going to kind of brush it off with not intentionally a dirty scowl, but as my scowl kind of comes across, or I'm not going to look at you. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that my back is towards you. But if I'm interested too, you better believe you'll have my eyes right back. And I think that's an amazingly bold move when we can have eyes and then you come up and do something. Yeah, that's a really good tip. What if she's (laughs) (laughs) cross-eyed? Okay, I want to ask you a couple of questions. It's like this or that. So texting or calling, which do you prefer? Calling. Really? I think calling. Yeah, I think that texting's just 
Bring it. Become a pedophile. We're talking about this. How texting has become like pen pally. Like everything. Guys on Tinder. They yeah, like you don't you know if they're anymore. just like a starving child in Africa yeah. that you're just like being a pen pal with, right? Or yeah. we talk for three weeks over text and there's never the bold statement of can we grab a drink? Recently, I was going on a date with somebody and he texted me about 20 minutes before our date saying, should we meet there or should I pick you up? And Ooh. I was like, grow up, yeah. dude. Why? <laughs> what why? if he called you and asked I got a you question. If he called me, I'd answer. Right. No, but wait, wait, wait. I want to hear why. Because I just think it's more mature and more intimate to have the conversation. Like Tiffany brought up, there's such a notion to be pen pals nowadays. And that's so millennial. It's so young. And I think if an older man is trying to date a younger woman, he's going to try to young himself. But at the same time, I really believe in having enough confidence to pick up and have the phone call. Because a phone call could end up much more awkward than a text message conversation. So it's But it scary. also makes you stand out because it's different. For sure. Exactly. exactly. How many guys would you say out of 10? Like, how many out of 10 call you? None. none. Really? None. none. Maybe 0.5. None <laughs> call me. Can I ask? Really? Can yeah. I ask the ladies' question? Yeah, of course. Yes. How awful is it for a man in Los Angeles not to drive? How? I mean, there's Uber. I would I wouldn't mind if he's like, hey, let's call Uber. It's like having a date chaperone, though. Yeah, I think yeah. that's yeah. the biggest problem for me out here. Is I don't. Yeah, drive. Maddie doesn't drive. Then he could give us uh, full attention in the back of the Uber <laughs> and just be honest about it. I mean, just don't just say like, you know, what? I don't have a car. I call Uber. Like that's not that's not a turn so off. Uber, Uber, and Lyft. What about Lyft? Is Lyft okay? Well, Lyft, Lyft, Lyft is a little more. lower than yeah, Uber. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Get a black car. If okay, it's our yeah, first date, black car, then you're fine. Exactly. You're golden. Sorry to interrupt. No, I want your. I want more questions from you. You're a guy. I want to know what you want. Well, I grew know. up in New York, so it was, it was no problem there. And then here, it's a problem. Maddie, I think you should show up with a pink mustache and just be like, "Your lift is here." <laughs> <laughs> That's his move now. Okay, personality versus looks. Hands down, personality. Yeah, personality. yeah. Why? We've said that so many times, and I no one disagree. seems to believe us. Yeah, because all guys will go bull crap, bull crap. No, because okay, they, don't, so they don't evaluate women the same way. Your good looks can charm you for a few hours until you may be obnoxious or say something so stupid I cannot stand your voice. But <laughs> your personality can bring out this like amazing, beautiful, sexy body that you don't have. Yeah, yeah. I always yeah. talk about when guys it makes abs. When they approach me. I like I'll see one person, then they start talking to me, <laughs> and literally their face starts to morph. Oh yeah, <laughs> Maddie, what yeah. their personality is. Maddie, based yeah, on your personality, you have six pack abs. Yes, <laughs> woo, that you body do. is coming out. But that's out. the thing, though. You guys can say that, but then when I see your boyfriends and then they're they're like gorgeous, you know, uh, Abercrombie and Fitch models, I'm like, okay, well, I actually had this situation where this I was in love with this beautiful girl, and she had the worst taste in men. Guys, they were so awful. They like. One guy like kicked down her door like literally and she had to call Oof. the cops. So she's like, oh, there's an article in Vanity Fair about how funny guys are getting all the girls now and it's like a sole change of things. And then I'm reading it like right in front of her. Meanwhile, she's not going out with me. She's going out with these awful jerks. And I'm like, are you really going to try to sell me this? But yeah. sorry, I'm being very cynical. No, but that's, no, but that's, that's true. A, that's an honest observation because – oh, go on. I mean, it's in theory, everybody wants it. The intellectual answer is to say, like, oh, personality overlooks. Hey, I'm not the best looking dude. And I will be honest that, like, 
I to go out with a girl, I you know, she first has to be attractive, like you know. Well, it's true. You do have to be attracted to the person. Yeah, it's yeah. not saying that it's like, you, know, you can date like a troll who has a horrible personality and is completely negative about the world around you. But you just mentioned personality. But personality weighs heavily for women. It's not as important to men. Okay. Looks and attraction is important as well. But we're saying that a personality, if like I'll put it in guy terms, if you're like a five and you have an amazing personality, you bump up to an eight. Oh, yeah. Very quickly. But for women, that doesn't always apply because guys will see yeah, she's eight. Like a, she's a five. She sucks her personality. Whatever, she's still an eight. I See, I feel the same way you guys feel, but the opposite way. Oh, well, that's awesome. <laughs> no, no, but I'm that's saying, I'm, no, I'm saying like, the way you guys are putting it, like, it's tougher for you. I feel like it's tougher for me, but maybe I'm being just... Well, I, I mean, both ends have to be tough. I don't exactly. think, like, either yeah. way is easy. I mean, we but... both feel like we've been kind of not necessarily unjust, but, like, through experiences that, like, they were unfair to us. We take that in our own life, and then we kind of process it and use our... I could say I know I could get around a guy and I could totally rate him as a five and we're forced to be together over the next few months. Whether I was in college with this guy, we worked around each other, we had similar groups of friends and all of a sudden he was like an 11 to me. And I've had that too. It, it does was take time. I liked him for his yeah. personality, nothing to do with yeah. his looks. And that is, I think, something for guys to know that and, it doesn't happen in the moment, you know, right. because no, it, it takes be a while time. to it's develop. A building relationship. What was the personality that you found attractive? Or what was it about his personality? Um, I guess definitely being responsible, being a go-getter, but at the same time knowing how to have fun and let loose. Um, I'm kind of in a stage, we are kind of in a stage of young professionals. And when you're around young people our age, you can run into people, and even older people our age, you can run into people that are more out to just get too loose until they can't get up and follow their passions and hobbies the next day. But people that can get up, guys that can get up. So people who are really good at beating hangovers. You're into. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just having a couple less drinks at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. Exactly. Okay, last one. Bad boy versus nice guy. Oof. I did both. They both come around. They both come around. Recently, more the good guy. And I think it's because I'm getting older and more mature. And, you know, like I'm saying, I want a guy who can be able to wake up the next day and chase his dreams and passion. So more the good guy. But, oh, I spent some years with the bad ones. (laughs) Really? I can still buy your motorcycle jacket. Yeah. Tell (laughs) tell me what, what made them bad. Um, getting in trouble. I mean, you, did you like that? When I was younger, I loved it. I definitely loved it. I guess more so than getting in trouble, it was the more um, nonchalant, like I don't care, I'm a badass kind of thing. And now, it, more attractive to me is I do care. I am good, a good ass. I don't know. And I'm gonna wake up and chase Wait, my what? dreams. Repeat good ass. Good ass. <laughs> I'm a good ass. I may not have a good ass, but I'm a good ass. And I'm gonna wake up and chase my dreams over doing something stupid or even over going on a date with you. I like a guy who's more motivated. I love that. that yeah, I definitely great. like the good boy. I I think I've always kind of dated the good boys. Um, but do you still like the excitement factor? Because that's what it sounds like you were saying. You don't. Um, it, were they, did you like that they were bad to you? No. no. I also think uh, maybe you guys will. I feel like you're pretty set on what you want. But like <laughs> there is this chase of a bad guy. Like both of you girls are very attractive. So like if there's a guy to get a guy is not very hard for you girls. But like. To get like a guy that's like, you know, can get a lot of girls and he's kind of on the fence, there's a challenge. 
So like a bad guy, there's a, a sort of challenge that you don't even realize you're doing. If but there you, was a nice guy, though, with a challenge, would that still be attractive? But what's a bad boy? That's, that's, what, that's well, a lot like of defining a, a it. Bad, a bad boy can be many things. One can be a criminal. Yes. <laughs> Two can Preferably. be somebody that likes to play the field. So he likes a lot of different girls and he's you know doesn't really like care that. about it. Uh, three is somebody who's like, as, as stupid as try, you know, like does things like I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, it's. I I don't I, am I making any sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep yeah, going. Yeah. Keep going. So there's all these tape of forms of kind of like bad guys, but I think the biggest thing is the challenge. It's the idea of like I can either tame this guy as one. That's a really big challenge that girls like. Is the idea that like I can calm down, I can make them settle down and have a relationship with somebody. Because no girl can right now. Yeah, you feel victorious. And yeah. two, because you're young, you like the idea that like, oh, he only likes me. That he's going to change for me. And that's the whole thing is changing. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of married women, are, it's in a lot of movies, and I, I don't fault anybody for this, but if they're married like yourself, you probably like going to places and having a man like kind of maybe flirt with you, compliment. It feels fucking great. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the idea of like a bad guy it's like just like taming the beast it's like killing the moby dick and you know it's it's like making you should call it the sense. maybe dick that's what bad guys are <laughs> but i guess as you dick. get older you realize you want romance and no, love that, and, and and one person and is that, me? that changes everything it certainly does Yikes. yeah i think that a bad boy in my eyes is something someone that's really well, I guess the bad boy I dated in the past was very, very confident. So he was just, he had tattoos everywhere and he had, um, he rode a motorcycle and yeah. it was just like the typical bad boy from the outside. But, yeah. um, sound like, like a guy from Greece. I just yeah. picture yeah. like, and he actually <laughs> was like that greaser style, but, yeah. um, yeah. he was very, 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 very confident. He was very sweet, but it was someone Kanicki. that, <laughs> Great, sorry. <laughs> I couldn't bring him home to mom. Um, so that was, I guess, something that, prevented me from pursuing it and it was just something i saw for fun but um the nice guy dated the nice guys and i think the the fact that i know that they're not sleeping around the fact that i know that they're um but have you ever had that situation where exactly what maddie was talking about because i can i completely agree with you and that's what was really frustrating for a lot of like good guys to watch is a girl being dicked around with by this guy who's like very charismatic but who you know sometimes doesn't call back sometimes disappears for a few days and when he does come back he gives you his full attention and you're totally into it so like have you does that resonate with you have you ever had that where you still want to pursue that guy yeah because that's like the bad boy that i'm talking but about. it depends on what stage of your life you're at because i think that yeah it's fun for a little bit but it gets old i don't know but i want to ask you girls like yeah. when do you see yourselves being married is a big question like when do you see yourselves being engaged and married because that's a major question of <laughs> settling down to Boy, it's not necessarily wild. dating but it's like a good guy i'd love to marry a good guy but till i'm 30 i'm gonna fuck around with bad guys and a lot of people there's nothing wrong with that at all. well a lot of people have to get that out of their system so when yeah. they do yeah. settle down they're not like oh i want the bad guy you know i'm 23 and i'd have to say i'm totally getting to a point where i feel more ready to settle down that marriage is a whole nother topic yeah. you're gonna be 33 in 10 years and you'll be like what was i thinking when i said <laughs> that I i'm still that? Not, i'm still not ready <laughs> i'm i'm 31 i remember when um i was about 23 your age and i thought oh, i could get married by the time i'm 28 no. for sure 28 comes and i'm like 
Hell no. no. 29, 30, you know, 31. I'm still like maybe 38, you know. So everything, I think... (sighs) keeps pushing back as for you get sure. older. But I want to get more into this bad boy topic because I like I like the direction that Maddie was going. So, so you're for, saying... for girls like that, because I'm sure you have girlfriends who there is like that guy in their life who just keeps fucking yep. around with them. And you're like, what yep. are you doing? Yep. What What is it that you think keeps her pursuing that guy or keeps her focus on that guy? And what, why, did, why did girls settle for that? The are fact okay? that every time he comes back, he's, I think what you said, he comes and he's fully engaged and then he disappears. And when he comes back, he's fully engaged all over again. Yeah, you get to live your own little nov- like sex novel for a while. Yeah, yeah totally. and when he comes back, he's once again fully engaged in you and you're like, ah, oh, it did feel good to have that engagement. I was really attracted to you. But in my case, it seems like any guy that does that when he goes away, I convince myself that he's a loser. Like, he ditched me. He's not calling me. I'm done. But once he comes back and gives me that attention again, I'm like, wow, those were really fun dates. We did have a good time together. And it's easy to just get sucked right in back to what was comfortable. It's sure. uh, it's like a drug. It's a fix. Like, the, right, first, exactly. the first fix is the best. And then you're chasing it again. And you keep chasing that person. But it's a, it's also a matter that, like, you know, a lot of girls know at, like, 23, 24, they're not going to get married. They're not going to marry their boy. I can't tell you how many guys and girls like, yeah, it's my girlfriend. I'm not going to marry her. Yeah, I'm not going to marry him. And they realize that. And then it's like anything goes after that. And it's just where we get, like, the bad guys and the, the bad girls. It's, like, the idea of, like, I can try to tame this person or they're going to come back to me because they have so many options. And it's a huge ego boost. I think, sure. yeah. I think something to do would be, if you're in that situation and you are kind of seeing that bad guy, talk to either your, your older cousins or, like, an older woman who's kind of gone through it and see where her bad boy is now today. I know with my sister, she dated the super sexy bad guy really hot, super cool, very mysterious. He's in jail right now. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah. And she's with like a, a CFO, you know, who, you know, that's who she ended up with, like a very successful, well put together man. Whereas the guy that she had been with her twenties is literally in jail. When I was in high school, there's a kid named Luke who was like the, the cool just, hand. Yeah. He was the, the girls love this kid beautiful blonde hair oh my god have you ever seen an unattractive luke i've never no. seen an unattractive luke <laughs> no but i he, haven't yeah. he got a motor he was 17 he got a motorcycle and he wasn't allowed his parents wouldn't let him so he let he i let him put it in my garage oh that's cool so i had like <laughs> bad boy did I he have had, a side cart for you no but i had 15 <laughs> girls at my never came to my house once 15 girls at my house just staring at this fucking motorcycle <laughs> and it was the craziest shit ever. But it was. Did you like, sit on it? Did you like take advantage I of the situation? It. I just <laughs> smelled it. But you see, like the power of like shit like that, yeah. and like because it was like seven. Oh my god, a motorcycle! And for the girl to go out with him was such like a, a huge. Well, deal. because what, what do items like that mean? I don't know. Freedom. I think it means that they're they don't care. They're 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 Confidence. they're risky. They're risky. They're. They know that they could potentially die. They know that they could potentially get in an accident. They're just all the securing them this, is two wheels. The like, idea of ending up a paraplegic is really romantic. Mm-hmm. It's really romantic. Yeah, <laughs> I would say, but it's unique. It's but different. Take the yeah. fifteen. Take the. Well, I'm exaggerating. Say there's ten girls. Take the ten girls. What if you're that girl that he goes? He likes me. Oh yeah. Over those ten girls. Oh my god. Yeah. But he you're talking about me. attributes. Like at, at the. Uh, 
a subconscious level, they're attributes that women are attracted to. Like, similar to what you were talking about yeah. before with being rejected, where, sure. you know, it used to, like, cr- cripple you when yeah. you were rejected. Whereas now you're like, I don't give a shit. And then no. now y- you have more success with women. Guess, right? Yeah. Th- th- these, a- these are attributes that you're talking about. Well, you know about. What's, yeah. what's interesting about the bad boy thing is it that... It works for both. Thing, yeah, for sure. Things that are scientifically proven that a woman is attracted to are things like resources and, like, longevity and things mm-hmm. like that. But it's weird because everything goes against that when you're going with the bad guy because there is no long-term in that. There is no, I can see... No, but there's other attributes that are attractive. It's just a, weird, though, scientifically, that women go I against that so much. Can I say there's a thing about filling out something and being honest and then really living? Right. Like, oh, for there, sure. There's, and, there's what you say now and then No, but how even you what live. you guys were saying about the motorcycle, it means you're adventurous. It means you're a risk taker. Those, yeah. those are David Buss's... That's on his list of things that are attractive attributes to women. Yeah. And so, I think that the... Oh, sorry. No, 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 go. Well, um, what I've noticed is that when we're... The bad boy stage in our lives, what I've noticed throughout our, all our friends and everything that I've noticed is that we usually get attracted to the bad boys after a breakup, after something goes wrong, after we're, we're looking, we're inching for that moment of... Like meaning when we're trying to understand, like what what is our what is our life? Like what are we supposed to do? And that is the moment we're attracted to the bad boys. But the moment we get that out of our system, it's back to like I want something. I want resources. I want someone that's gonna comfort me. I want someone to be there. I don't want to play this game. And and I mean, regardless of what age, I think that we're always gonna go back to the to the nice guy. Um, But the bad boys. I don't think anybody wants an asshole. No, nobody wants exactly. Notion. Yeah, yeah. Because there are. So here's this article on datingmetrics.com uh, that's called, that's 10 bad boy traits that get girlfriends. Number one is being masculine. Number two... That's not a bad boy. ...is a protector, not a pushover. So basically people people can't walk all over him. That's super sexy. Mm-hmm. Number three... Sorry, it's like a lot of information. Uh, number three, live a life you're proud of and put yourself first. Yes. Okay. Number these four. Aren't, these aren't bad guys, though. These are like... Well, these, these guys. But this guys. is like the bad boy. These are traits that I a bad boy may have. Yet, yeah. Though. Number four, live by your own set of rules. So you actually think that women are attracted to scumbag assholes? No, 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 no. no. These aren't. These are supposed to be traits of bad boys. These are traits of good guys. This is a good guy with a but bad that, guy. That, like, I haven't found one that's like <laughs> that's like, like a, a well, badass, like a, a, an asshole. But see, uh, uh, no, that's the thing. It's asshole or badass. There's, it's, there's, there's two, two different, different things. Two different oh, things. so this is badass. This is more badass. This is like... We need to rephrase bad guy into badass. But that's the whole thing that gets very confusing for guys who are listening. Okay, I have to be a bad boy, which means I'm a bad person. I'm an asshole to women. When in fact, what what women are attracted to... No, I I love that you're bringing up these points because I think it's really good. Um, What they're attracted to are guys who like live by their own set of rules. Guys who, you know, they come first. Like in many areas of their life, they come first. And those those are very attractive things. A guy who has, you know, who can wake up in the morning not so hungover and go live his life. I'll tell you, and kick ass at work. The, the best uh, thing is when a relationship is when both people are into their things and then they kind of, sh- at night, oh, they share sure. what they yeah. do. When somebody is, when a guy or a girl is like, I'll do anything, I'll put myself aside for you. That is the biggest turnoff anybody For men and hear. for women, biggest. for sure. Well, I just biggest. told a story on uh, this podcast, Storyworthy, that just came out yesterday about how um, when I was like 20 years old, I was in love with this guy in a band, <laughs> and I didn't know who I was at all. I was so desperate, and it was a relatively like famousy band, and I was kind of following oh, them. I became a gr- I became like a groupie. Please tell. Guster. 
<gasps> heard of them, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like a hippie jam band. They're kind of, they're kind of. Yeah. They're, but they're, so they was a, Kristen. But they have a really good sense of humor, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and their music is very catchy, kitschy almost. Sure. But uh, anyway, the guy who I was in love with in my brain was played the bongos, and I am like a neurotic, like, I consider myself as like a Woody Allen woman, even though I don't really like look like I would be. So anyway, uh, I started to learn the bongos, something I was completely uninterested in. <laughs> the guy was completely weirded out by me, and I, he was like, get away from me eventually, because I kept like showing up. And when I told him I was learning to play the bongos, I mean, he literally was like, all right, like get out of here, because it wasn't who I was. You need to do your own thing. I needed to become myself, and I actually, this experience was so traumatic for me that I ended up going to Australia for like four months. Good for you. Following that, so I could find out who I was. Yes. That's where I found myself, too. Interesting. Yeah, and, and I realized when I was in Australia, I don't like the bongos. <laughs> I, <laughs> Screw that. I don't like traveling, actually and I hate Australians so Perfect. I'm moving to New York Perfect. No, so I yeah. have to say you have to like, be yourself the mm-hmm. badass is the guy who's confident enough to be himself it's completely different than the asshole that's what we're getting to right yeah. so the asshole is the guy who honestly I think we would only be interested in at our lowest points like, like Tiffany said when we go through a breakup when we don't have confidence that's when we may be interested in an asshole but a badass is totally different. It's a guy who has his confidence to do things like the bongos and turn the girl away who's chasing him for bongos. <laughs> exactly. No, that's a perfect way of expressing it. He loves those bongos. But that's like that. also... It's like, yeah, you're pretty great. What else? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Where Where's your bad girlness? <laughs> exactly. So who's a well-known bad boy and um, why is he attractive? James Dean. Oh, so sexy. The porn star? No. Oh, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, no, he's hot. It would be funny if we all shouted, yes. But that's, <laughs> a, but that's the thing, Lil, but that's the thing, like, I love, and I know disrespect to you, but I love when you're like, oh, personality is, is over good looks, and then you're like, oh, James Dean, he's <laughs> yeah. so hot. No, but I would never date that. Like, I would never date that. And he's like personality the hottest doesn't mean guy like, in the world. A, like a, yeah, but like his a personality, Woody Allen self-deprecating. No, but his personality is great because he's hot, you know? I would never go and date someone because they're hot. I never. I, I, don't, I won't go up and say, like, oh, you're so sexy, let's say. Or, like, I won't. I want to get to know the person first. But maybe that's just me being a prude. Or maybe not even a prude. Just I, I don't. I'm not into that whole bad boy scenario. I'm more into deep conversations and let's get to know each other and and who is a well-known unattractive but bad but boy. like you <laughs> and why the is way he you he's him. not well known russell brand no oh my god you think he's attractive <laughs> he's, he's a, a movie star, star. Dude. now he's a fat bloated actor but he was once a very handsome australian i never movie thought star. but nobody handsome. really paid attention to him when he was an australian pr- or whatever well, yeah, it I took him English years too. to like george Clooney. it took him years to make it but i mean he's a wait I don't know. There's, I'm being oh, tough. you're I'm thinking being, of um, I'm, I'm Russell Crowe? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Russell yeah. Brand. Russell yeah. Brand. <laughs> Russell Brand is a stud. I was like, I don't think he's Russell bloated Brand yet. Is a stud. It's so funny because I remember when he first came on screen. Russell Brand is a stud. In, what was it called? Unattractive. Saving uh, Sarah Marshall, yeah. I was like, who the hell is this he guy? Is he's so weird looking. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm in love with him by the end of the movie. His personality. Oh, Yeah, he has this kooky But he view him as a stud now. He's not a stud. Like If you just look at his looks and his crazy kooky hair. I find him very unattractive. He's not traditionally good looking. No, he's not Jake. James Dean. Yeah, he's not, not James Dean. Wide, like blonde hair. All right. No, no, I love. No, you're a voice of man. I love that you're adding in these things. I think it's great. I feel like I seem really bitter. Do I seem bitter? No, No, not not at all. You're calling us out on our shit, which is giving us, getting us to give more information that will be helpful for the guys that are listening. Yeah. So that's that's exactly why you're here today. So that's perfect. 
I love that. You know who is a good example of a horrible bad guy who has no redeeming qualities? Who? I don't know his name. Well, James. Um, James. <laughs> James. JC James. Yes, him. So gosh, he is a yes. good example. But um, Courtney Kardashian's boyfriend. Oh, Scott Didrick or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, Why do we even? So Why right. even put them He in is the, so like category. condescending and yeah. arrogant. And he yesterday, I don't even want to ever leave my TV accidentally on E because I don't want to give Kardashians yeah. ratings. Right. <laughs> like just <laughs> accidentally ratings. I feel you. Yeah. Can't do it. But I came home and it was on, and he was um, talking to Courtney, and he was like, "You know, I don't build shit." And she's like, I bought, I bought a new table, whatever. And so he saw that there was table and chairs. And he's like, you build the chairs. I'll do, I'll try to do the table. But you need to understand this not shit I do. Like you picked me, and so I don't do this. The so he's the asshole. So he's an asshole, the asshole. Ass. Right? Oh, there's a huge difference. Huge difference. And that's a great way to say it. Mm-hmm. He has no passion or thing to get him going. Right? Like he's just flat. He like comes from money. He's a flat human being yeah. who's had it easy. Who's an he's asshole? Basic, yeah. completely basic. That's Jesse like James is another one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who else? Daniel Bullock. Caught doing like a Nazi thing recently. Oh, again, God, wrong again. Yeah. Jesus. Wrong. But like he so went really out did. with a very beautiful, powerful Hollywood lady, and whatever it's she found attractive, and she did. But like, well, she married him. Girls still love him. I mean, he's moved on. I mean, he's moved on to that girl that was like a Nazi porn star. But yeah, to answer this was. question, yeah, who is you. a well-known bad boy, and why is he attractive? I can't think of any specific bad boy right now, but I'd have to say recently I've been getting really into sports and male sports. And what really, oh, I watched the World Series so passionately. Anyone around me, I was like, shut up. (laughs) And what really attracted to me was these men are so into their game. They're so into being the best they can be. And they get up there and they're animals and they swing that bat and hit a home run. And that's what's attractive to me. So why don't you date like an athlete? <laughs> Maybe, She's I will. Will. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. One last question, and I'm going to read um, LA Kings a question from a listener. Where do you meet guys? Ooh. <laughs> well, where do guys meet you? Bars? I mean, I, I don't want to... Okay, I, I signed up for Tinder. Yeah. Um, when I come up with Tinder dates... Bloomingdale's. Mm. Kind yeah. of all that over was the place. Two years ago, <laughs> at work for me, definitely that's happened. I've been Where do you kind work? of. I was working on the San Juan Islands, which is wow. just off Washington oh, State, and so I was bartending and serving as a waitress. It sounds and like it'd be way more exotic than Washington <laughs> State. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it definitely is more exotic, and so I was meeting guys at work often and um through social situations i would definitely say i've met guys in gym classes before and i was recently a college grad so i've met guys in that situation um I've met guys at grocery stores. Yeah, Whole Foods. Like, okay. get out there. Yeah. Actually, like, I if you meet... went to Vons, would he be open to meeting <laughs> no. someone? Yeah. Okay. So just, I mean, it's always Whole Foods. As long as he's not buying, like, chips and Oreos. And, yes. I don't know. Really? Actually, what really stands out to me is what's in their shopping cart. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Like, what if he has I don't just know if all weird ingredients? Like, carts. what if he has GMOs? Like, stay away from it. Is that, uh, like, what your concern is? Well, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, if he has, like, one GMO, but if he has, like, everything. <laughs> if he has four GMOs, no, forget about it. No, it just, I mean, depends. Like, it shows a lot of, like, what he does yeah, and how it's he all frozen pizzas and yeah, macaroni like, and cheese. I don't know if I can fit into that life. I have the worst though. diet. Yeah. I get, <laughs> when I go to the grocery store, 
there's sometimes attractive ladies working there. I get so embarrassed, self conscious by what I bring up. There's just there. like 20 oh TV. That's like your that's like your version of women bringing up tampons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's understandable. That's like nature. But any yeah, like you, I don't have to eat the crap that I eat. You know, like so maybe grocery shopping is not your place to meet girls. Well, but that right. doesn't mean there's not a ton of other no, places. I'm, I'm not knocking it. I'm just embarrassed <laughs> for myself. I mean. He's like, you gotta work on that. Okay, I want to read one. Uh, email that we got okay to the beautiful and charming hosts of the ask women oh podcast. that's maddie yeah. yes exactly yes, i've been listening to your podcast since the beginning and i thoroughly enjoy the work you ladies do i'm writing you now with a proposition or a challenge as i as i like to think of it i do a fair share of dating throughout any given year i'm a big proponent of meeting people organically and in person whole foods or through friends at whole foods uh and acquaintances i have done zero online dating and i keep a very small social media fo- footprint this encourages me to keep my eyes open for opportunities to meet women in person for any given activity I may be involved in. Being a guy, however, I'm constantly thinking about how to meet new women, and a recent idea popped into my head, which involves you lovely ladies and your show. I'd had a recent conversation about blind dating, and I've been on a few myself, but not in a while. This is what has brought me to write to you ladies. I've got all this like looping and like it's like getting me excited about what his suggestion is. A lot of build build up for a lot of disappointment. Why not see if any single female listeners that tune into your show would be interested in going on a date with this curious and adventurous male listener? Is his name Luke? No, it's Dylan. (laughs) Oh, Dylan's a good one. Well, Dylan's a good one. Luke played Dylan. I know. That's why I thought that was funny (laughs) that you just asked that. Okay. I have to say I'm not 100% sure on how the logistics of this process would work, but I think it would be interesting to see if anything pans out so i i would love for people i've never met an unattractive dylan right exactly so this guy's a winner (laughs) yeah for sure and he has good ideas yeah and he knows how to keep us interested right Mm -hmm. with his with his open-ended sentences um but i think that anybody who would like to be set up on a blind date should write in um subject title blind date and i want you to list no it should just be titled Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Fingers crossed. Yeah, literally. That's fingers what I crossed. Fingers crossed. And I want you to list uh, your name, where you live, your age, your gender, and a picture. And we'll try to matchmake for people and just see, you know, who we can connect. And it, you, you can even do blind where dates. Where does he live? Is he with, a, oh, yeah. I mean, where you matters. live. Did I say that as well? Where no, you but live. that matters. Oh, where you live. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Even though you could date over Skype. But yeah, it's better to be does in the yeah. city. Does he say where he lives? Yeah, no, he doesn't say where he lives. Well, he's Scott kind of an idiot. Exactly. <laughs> Dylan, you suck. Like but I think that's a really good idea. So write in to, and ask at Askman Podcast. And Dylan, uh, you too, let us know where you live. Yes, of course. So Dylan, can... write in and say where you live. Fingers crossed is the subject line and include all of those things plus the city that you live in. And we'll, we'll try and hook you up and connect you with people. And then they can talk about it afterwards. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you see how this all works guys, now, Tiffany. It's that's like all... you're a producer. I just want to say, uh, I was thinking of Russell Crowe instead of Russell Crowe. That's Crow. what yeah. I said. Yeah. I yeah. said Russell Crowe. And he but... is a bloated bad boy. For sure. <laughs> he was. He was. Yeah. I don't like him. He comes on on screen and I'm like, ugh. He has too many warts on his face. Like weird like bumps on his face. Yeah. I don't I'm not into Anyway, thank totally you ladies yeah. for being thank on the show you. and for being so open and honest and uh, listening to Maddie. <laughs> thank you. I, had a blast. I like Maddie. it. No, Maddie, you did a great job. I hope as I well. didn't come off a little bitter or anything. No, no we appreciate it, Maddie. I wanted you to be more bitter, actually. I'm really? disappointed. Exactly. You were very nice, actually. Yeah, well, I'm nice. I, uh, Full of if I can just tell one fast story, I have a, f- a friend, a girl, yeah. and her, she has a younger friend who's you're around your age, and he's. She's dating like an older man. She goes to college and my friend's like, it's not a good idea, but she can't relate to girls in college that she goes to like, you know, your typical frat guy. So I'm like, if she 
relates to a 40-year-old guy that's a little more, you know, intellectual and and past all that BS and that's how they relate. I say more power to him. Absolutely. So just just <laughs> just go out with Mary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, older men. Date I'm not. Men. I'm not that right. old, but but uh, I had a blast on the show. Thank so, you. So, Maddie, where can people buy your book? Oh, uh, I wrote a book called Brain Humor. Uh, it's on Amazon or MaddieGoldberg.com. I refer MaddieGoldberg.com because I make a little extra money, and then I'll <laughs> sign it and I'll, I'll write anything you want, and it's a fun, inspirational read. And there's one love story in it. It's uh, okay. <laughs> and that's all so, he's got. But yeah, right. anybody who's listening to this podcast, please go to iTunes and subscribe to the Ask Win podcast because that helps us get other listeners to listen to our show, helps keep us on the air, uh, and makes our bosses really happy when we see lots of subscribers yes. listening to, and downloading the show. So follow us on Twitter at Ask Women Podcast. Follow Marnie at Wing Girl Method and follow me at Kristen Carney. Yes. And do those things for sure. But the main thing is to go subscribe on iTunes. And Number we talked about the song. That's cool. We like it. Wait, wait, wait. Keep talking. Keep yes, talking. It's over. All right. Thank you, ladies. We'll see you guys <laughs> Thank next you. week. Thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Go to podcastone.com next week for a brand new show.